voices It's up to you and me To shine a guiding light and lead the way United by our cause We have the power to pursue what we believe We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. Thanks for your company. I'm Vaughan Benison. An update from Blind Citizens Australia in this week's programme. We speak with Sally Orish. Sally is the New South Wales ACT State Coordinator for Blind Citizens Australia and she coordinates many other things besides. Sally, welcome back once again. Thanks for having me, Vaughan. I'd like to start by talking about the cleaning up of the database. You guys are busily calling members at the moment. We are. So just recently, BCA was successful in a grant application. And part of that application is going to enable us to recreate the BCA website and also introduce a new database that we will use internally to keep track of all our member details. Uh, And in preparation for that, we're currently going through our existing database and calling every member that we have a phone number for and just confirming we've got the right contact details in there and asking them a few extra questions if they've got a spare five minutes about the work of BCA in the future. So can you give us a bit of an idea of what those questions are? Sure. So the initial questions are around confirming phone numbers, are around uh, people's addresses, email addresses, whether they're of Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander or culturally and linguistically diverse descent and what their preferred format for receiving information is. And then our questions, um, if people are interested in answering them, are around people's awareness of our support linkages officer, which is our information service on the NDIS and My Aged Care whether they're aware of our advocacy service, their involvement in a branch, and do they have any uh, ideas for maybe a special interest branch we could look into, whether they're aware of our BCA backers program, whether they access our New Horizons podcast and our BC News uh, newsletter, and what um, areas they might like BCA to look at in the future. I think uh, particularly the branch ones are interesting because uh, it seems to me that people can actually be a member of a branch without actually realising it because uh, most of the branches are jurisdictional and if you live within the jurisdiction of a branch you're automatically considered a branch member. Is that something that um, people have found a little bit confronting do you think? Uh, I haven't come across anyone who has found it confronting personally however I would be really interested to see um, how that goes as we do this research uh, and, and what people's thoughts are on that because I came across the uh, the same thing. I wasn't aware that I was a member of a branch and have recently found out that I am. Um, so I'd be curious to see how people feel about that. What do you feel will be the outcomes of this? I think it's going to give us a, a really good idea of uh, how best to get in touch with members. Do people prefer things to be posted to them? Do they want them emailed? Do they want them on audio CD? Um, It's also going to make sure that we can contact as many people as possible when things come up that are relevant to them. Uh, I'm also really curious to see what people's priorities are, where they would like to see us focus our attention over the coming years um, and how we might be able to to work those ideas into our future strategic and business plans. This isn't going to be an easy job, is it? What's the current membership of, uh, of BCA? I have uh, 2,240 people on the list that we need to get in contact with. 
they're the people that we have uh, phone numbers for. So we've got a few more members than that, but they're the ones we're working on. Okay, so if you haven't got phone numbers for those uh, other people, are you going to write to them or how are you going to get in touch with them? Yeah, I've been working on emailing everyone we have an email address but no phone number for. Uh, so if you have an email from me in your inbox, feel free to to get back in touch with me or to give the office a call and we can update your details. And then we're going to look at ways we can reach out to the rest of those members that we don't have an email or a phone number for. So if you feel that you should be a Blind Citizens Australia member and uh, you haven't heard from BCA in a while, perhaps uh, get in touch with the office and make sure that they know that you exist. That's it. We expect these phone calls to take about 12 weeks. Uh, so if you haven't heard from anyone at all in the next three weeks, maybe we don't have your correct contact details. So so get in touch and, and we can make that happen. Okay, well, I'll be looking for your call. Summer camps are a, a key thing that uh, BCA has been involved with in the last few years with the Enchanted Hills Camp. And I gather from uh, uh, things that I've read that there are people over there at the moment. But uh, we're thinking about the possibilities of a summer camp in Australia. That's it. At the New South Wales ACT State Convention last year, a recommendation was put to the board uh, to look into what exists as far as camps in Australia already and whether there is a need to create our own version of a summer camp US-style activity. And we're, um, we're doing that at the moment. There's a small working group of, of members and myself that have been looking at what exists and we're currently looking at what people might like to see in the future. What do you think the benefits of these camps are for uh, particularly for younger people or people who've recently lost their vision? I think the the peer supports and the socialisation are, are really the most important thing that people get out of camps and the, a lot of the feedback that we're getting from people reflects exactly that. For a lot of people, camp was the first time that they actually met another blind person. So it's a really powerful experience for people. You're uh, currently running a survey about the uh, viability of uh, such a camp. How can people get involved and uh, make their feelings known? Absolutely. The link to the survey is on the BCA website. Uh, it's also been out, sent out through our announcements and BCAL lists, uh, so people should be able to come across it that way. They can fill it in online. Alternatively, they can give the office a call and we can take them through the survey over the phone to get their ideas. So who are you looking to hear from in this instance? Absolutely everyone. Uh, young people, adults, older adults, parents of people who are blind or vision impaired, anyone who has an interest in camp or who even hasn't attended a camp but thinks that it might be something they would enjoy given the opportunity, um, we want to hear from them. And when would you like uh, when would you like the input to be completed by? Uh, the survey will be open until the 25th of August. So about another month, get your feelings known if you're interested in a summer camp. I actually went to uh, a couple of um, summer type camps as a, as a young kid and uh, really got a lot of benefit out of them in, in many ways. And the interesting thing was that the one in particular that I went on wasn't a blindness related one. So it was uh, a very unique experience and uh, one that I've never forgotten. So if you're interested, get your, uh, your name in there. Just as many people have done with regard to the recent New South Wales state election and specifically the iVote system, many of you will remember that we spoke with Susan Thompson about that prior to the New South Wales election. Sally, there's been some work done in uh, aggregating people's thoughts and feelings about the iVote system. 
That's it. During the time of the election back in March, we received a lot of feedback both directly to BCA and through the BCAL list around iVote and the election as a whole. And we've collated that feedback and we've been working with Vision Australia and Guide Dogs to create a submission that we've recently presented to the New South Wales Electoral Commission around the use of iVote. Uh, some some issues that were raised, and also some of the some of the positives around using the system. It's too early yet to talk about the uh, the response from the commission, but what were some of the issues that were raised in the feedback? Uh, some of the issues were around the use of the telephone keypad voting system. Uh, so in the very early days of being able to use that system, a lot of people had trouble entering their vote. They would press the, the allocated key, however, it wouldn't work. Um, we believe that that issue may have been rectified because after the first few days of voting being opened, we didn't hear about it again. However, that did lead some voters to have to access an alternate method to be able to cast that vote. And there were a few people who felt that the method that they were left with, which was to use the telephone-assisted voting, may not have given them the secret and independent verifiable vote that they had been hoping for by using the telephone touchpad system. When we spoke with Sue, she mentioned uh, one of the concerns that she had was around the online voting system and how um, it tended to time out. And uh, she had to, uh, one at one stage, she had to do a vote twice as a result of the system timing out before she'd completed. Was that rectified as part of this most recent election? It may very well have been. I didn't come across anyone who had that issue. And as someone who votes below the line so their vote can take quite a substantial amount of time, uh, I didn't come across it personally. So it looks like that may have been rectified, which was great. Excellent. And what about the positive side of things? You know, we we often hear about the negative issues of these types of systems. What were some of the the good stories that, uh, that came out of this? The good stories that came out were that people enjoyed the ability to cast a practice vote. Uh, just to make sure they knew how they would go about casting their actual vote. Uh, so that was part of the iVote online features. And people also generally found these staff in the call centre when they were registering and using the telephone-assisted voting process to be very helpful um, and, and provide clear and accurate instructions. So you've uh, provided this feedback now along with uh, Guide Dogs and also Vision Australia to the Electoral Commission, New South Wales Electoral Commission. What's the next step? Sure. So we'll continue to to follow up with the New South Wales Electoral Commission in the hope that we'll be able to discuss this feedback further with them. Uh, We're also going to present the feedback to the Electoral Commissions for South Australia and Western Australia, as both of those states have provision in their current voting legislation to allow for telephone and or online voting. And they've both been interested to um, to read this submission and, and hear a bit more about our thoughts around using iVote. Do we have a concept yet as to uh, when you'll get a response from the Commission and, uh, you know, perhaps when some changes might be made in, in uh, other jurisdictions? We don't have a concept yet. Unfortunately, the uh, lady that we had previously been working with has recently moved on. Uh, so we're just building some, some new relationships there. But hopefully we will be able to, to make that happen in the very near future.
And as far as things improving in other states, we continue to work with not only the New South Wales Electoral Commission, but the electoral commissions from each state, as well as the Australian Electoral Commission who conduct federal um, elections uh, around changes that could be implemented that would make voting more accessible for all people. Well, Sally, all that sounds really good, and uh, I wish you luck, particularly with the uh, cold calling of members, and uh, I know that the members will be extremely cooperative and extremely helpful when it comes to uh, tidying up the member database, because every little bit helps. Thanks once again for joining us on the program, and uh, we'll see you again next time. Thanks so much for having me, Vaughan. Sally Orish there, New South Wales ACT State Coordinator with Blind Citizens Australia. And remembering that if you are a member of BCA, you should expect to receive a phone call from the office shortly asking uh, the questions mentioned in the early part of that interview. If you think you're a member of BCA and you don't hear from them, then get in touch with the office and let them know because it's quite possible that your details are outdated and they have no way of getting in touch with you. So uh, don't forget to uh, to keep in touch with BCA and find out what's happening. You can find out what's happening on the BCA website, of course. bca.org.au is the web address. If you'd like to email then you can email bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. That all-important telephone number, 1-800-033-660, 1-800-033-660. There's plenty of information on that telephone service. If you uh, do want to find out what's happening in and around Blind Citizens Australia, then have a listen to some of those menu options. Very informative system and uh, certainly well worthwhile setting up. It was a bit over a year ago now that telephone system was set up and it's uh, it's working extremely well. So that's just another way you can keep in touch with what BCA is doing. Don't forget that BCA is also available on social media. On Facebook, you can look for Blind Citizens Australia. They also have uh, Twitter. You Once again, you can search for that. Or you can look at their Twitter handle, which is AU underscore BCA. I'm Vaughan Benison. I hope you've enjoyed this program. If you've got any ideas for New Horizons or things that are happening in and around your community, then feel free to get in touch with me. New.horizons at bca.org.au is the email address. New.horizons at bca.org.au. We're also looking for people to help out with New Horizons, either to uh, do interviews or maybe even edit some of the uh, the program. If that sounds like you or it's something you'd be interested in looking at, possibly uh, with some training to follow, then uh, get in touch with me again, new.horizons at bca.org.au. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dreams